y'all. Welcome to Dr. Taylor Talks with me, Dr. Anne-Marie Taylor. Teaching and leading in public education is not for the faint of heart. It takes grit, energy, grace, and a daily desire to change the world. Join me, your public education cheerleader, as I explore the profession and help you fall back in love with this art called teaching. Guys, it's going to be fun. Come join me. Hey, everybody, Dr. Taylor here. Good to talk to you again. So another couple crazy weeks, um, beginning of school has been a little bit more difficult than normal based on COVID quarantines and all things COVID. And so I understand that you guys are probably in the same place I am. You're looking for the hope, you're looking for what you can control, and you're looking for how to make a way despite the circumstances. And so based on that, I'm going to take us through an article I read not too long ago about all the things that we can control in our life. Now, I will tell you in lots of professional development um, I have done over the years, let's make a chart about what we can and when we cannot, what we cannot control. Because so many times we spend our time spinning our wheels and getting frustrated over all the things we can't control. And it doesn't make us better. It makes us worse. And so um, this article was called Let It Go, Losing Control and Gaining Balance. And so this takes us through the seven things that we actually can control. So let's take a look. Um, number one, we can control our breath. And I know that seems silly. Most people don't even think about their breathing or the ability to breathe in and out, but you can control your breath. And I'll tell you, um, from being involved in mindfulness over the years, you can definitely control your breath and it really does help get you focused. When you breathe, you can count one as you inhale and two as you exhale and you start, um, by reaching that number 10 and it really does help. You can feel your chest expand and um, you can feel all of the different things that you feel will help you gain control and think about those things. And if you're like me, your mind goes all different kind of places if you're trying to practice mindfulness. And so that's kind of automatic. Your brain just goes all over the place. But thinking about your breathing and actually thinking about the breathing process of going in and out really does help keep you grounded and focused. And it actually calms you down a little bit. It helps take away some of the anxiety. So that should help. So the first thing that you absolutely have control over is your breath, your breathing, your in and out breath. Number two is your self-talk. Think about all the things your brain tells you. It's hard to fix something you haven't fully thought about. And a lot of times I spend my time talking myself in and out of feeling certain ways, thinking that you're not enough or thinking that um, maybe you didn't do enough or you're not the right person, or maybe this job is too hard for you. How will you ever survive based on this 
work being so difficult and the fact that you're not equipped. Well, all of those things are self-talk and you can talk yourself out of some of those feelings. So let me give you a real life example. Um, whenever I get too overwhelmed, I think to myself, oh my gosh, this job is too big for me. I can't do it. It's too big. I'm not smart enough. And then I find myself talking myself out of those same thoughts. What are you saying? Everyone, um, everyone knows that you're able to do this job. You are smart enough. And with the right people and the right team, you can make it happen. And so I actually hear myself uh, sabotaging the situation. And then I hear myself unsabotaging the situation and talking myself out of that negative self-talk. Um, that negativity, that negative inner voice is dreadful. And it's something that you can fix. You stop your negative talk and say to yourself, no, I will not let you go down that road. I am choosing a different way to think about myself. All right. So number one is your breath. Number two is your self-talk. Number three is your gratitude. The results of a 2003 study suggest that feeling gratitude and feeling thankful, the simple act of counting your blessings can benefit both how people feel about you and how you interact with people. Planting seeds of gratitude gets your mind full of hope. It allows you to think of the things that you're thankful for so that when the setbacks do happen, you're more ready for them. Plus, saying a little thank you for what you have provides a mood boost. And it keeps that vibe going for some time, especially when you have barriers or difficult days. I will tell you that being thankful and having a practice of being thankful is one of the things that I really am proud of. So at the end of every day, I think of a win, a next step, and something I'm really thankful for. And we always start our meetings around here with our wins. And I think it's a beautiful way to start the day. What are you thankful for? What's a win? And how can you recognize that win in others? So number one is your breath. Number two is your self-talk. Number three is your gratitude. And number four is your body language. People can spend so long fretting about what the ins and outs of everyday existence that they lose sight of what they're doing with their hands, their face, and even their posture. If you're self-conscious about your body, your language, relax, no one's driving this bus and you totally have control, which is great because it means you can work on and become more comfortable, comfortable as a physical communicator. The, the authors of a study in 2010 found that rocking a power stance can increase testosterone and reduce levels of the stress hormone cortisol. So if you have a powerful stance or a way that you hold your shoulders or a way that you smile or hold yourself, that actually can make a difference. Isn't that so awesome? So what's your power stance going to be? What's your power play going to be when it comes to holding your body just right? Yoga can also be a wonderful way to address many of the controllable aspects of life, especially as it relates to posture and physical comfort. So I would guess that maybe you need to think of your power stance or how'd you hold yourself and maybe that'll help you. Number five, your mental and physical fitness. Well, you know, as well as I do that mental fitness and physical fitness are just as important as the other. They're both very important. And if you need things to help you with your mental or physical fitness, 
it really helps to know what those are and put those in place. I love mowing the lawn, for example. On the weekends when I work in the yard, I feel best about myself. And you know what? Mentally, if I need help or needed to talk to someone, talking to a, a, a worthy rival or a friend or even a therapist is a great way to spend time um, concentrating on your mental health. Even just taking a few minutes every day to concentrate on your breathing, to think about what you're thankful for, is a great way to provide you mental health support. Number six is your diet. Obviously what goes in is important. And so eating um, healthy options and not drinking Coke like I do all day, drinking plenty of water is is definitely helpful um, when it comes to some things that you can control. And then lastly is your sleep. Sleep is so important and you can at some level control your sleep. I know for me, I like to be in bed by 8.30 every night. Obviously, I can't always make that happen. But when I can, it really does help me feel better. Listen, there are a ton of things that we can't control. I know that. But let some of it go. Gain some balance. And think about the things that you can control. Like number one, your breath. Number two, your self-talk. Number three, your gratitude. Number four, your body language and how you hold yourself. Number five, your mental and physical fitness and your mental and physical health. Number six, your diet. And number seven, your sleep. These are things that you definitely have control over. And in this tough time of starting school amidst a pandemic and all the barriers, I want you to spend some time thinking about what you can control and maybe make a change or two this week. I think it'll really help. You guys are awesome. I hope you have an awesome week. And I just want you to know that these thoughts and opinions in this podcast are not the thoughts and opinions of the folks at the Charter Institute at Erskine. Rather, they're my thoughts and opinions, Dr. Taylor's thoughts and opinions. So anyway, have an awesome day. I can't wait to talk soon. And y'all be thankful this week.